0: Hey folks, my name is Jesse with 80s Revisited here to tell you about this episode of 80s Revisited. We are currently in a transitional phase in the studio and our mics are currently all over the place. So this episode kind of sounds like it was recorded in the 80s. But as a bonus, it was streamed online at youtube.com. And I think if you search Awesome Pods, or Awesome Podcast Network, you'll see exactly where we stream to. So this episode and the episode coming next week have already gone live on YouTube. Make sure you look that up and give us a subscribe. And we'll see you live on YouTube and hopefully with better audio in the future here on 80s Revisited. You're
1: listening to the awesome Podcast Network. As the night before Christmas went all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave a luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wondering eyes did appear, a new episode of 80s revisited on my iTunes store. Oh. Or whatever device you use to get your podcast with. Sure. That's right. Merry Christmas, bitches. (laughs) Quote my favorite line from Rent. It's a brand new wrapped not in a gift bag with tissue paper, but wrapped with Back to the Future wrapping paper. <laughs> Episode of 80s Revisited. That's right. Merry Christmas to one and all. We're here to talk about my new holiday classic, mm-hmm. Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 1. Yeah, Because there's five of them and a remake. But of course, we like to start with the original. And that's coming up right now on 80s
0: Revisited. This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer,
1: Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. That's right, everybody. 80s Revisited is back assaulting your eardrums, punishing them, if you will, this holiday season as we cover Silent Night Deadly Night. I, of course, am still the host, Trey Harris. With me, as always, the elf to my deadly Santa, or in this case of this movie, my younger brother to my killer Santa, Jesse Sedgley. Yes, I am. And wow, October 29th. That's the last time you heard the sultry voice of Trey Harris talk about wow, an 80s movie. Almost <laughs> two months. Almost to the day. But I said, you know what? No. Our listeners are too nice. They're too fantastic. And actually, our viewers are too fantastic right now. I feel like I'm selling a car because I keep like... Right. Now that I know I'm on camera, I keep moving my hands. <laughs> if you're listening to some of the podcast, What's going on You're going to have to hands. watch the YouTube video. I just don't know what to do with them. <laughs> my hands. But anyway. Yeah, so until very recently, I, I, I if you asked me, you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night? I said, okay, yeah, of course. It's a classic. Right. I was wrong. I was 110% wrong because I had mm. seen Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2 on TV. So this... It's Also an 80s nice movie, though. It is. We'll, you know, I've been itching. I have this rash. <laughs> you know, uh, I think I'm getting a case of sequelitis again, so oh, no. we'll see what happens with that after we finish the Halloween movies that we... <laughs> I, it's all me. Jesse's sitting here like, when you coming? When you coming? I'm like, oh, I'm coming, and all of a sudden I go to leave the house, and all of a sudden the baby starts crying. Uh-oh. It's almost like she knows. But anyway, so she yeah. does? Watching as a kid on TBS TNT, it's like, oh, this, this movie's so, like ridiculously silly mm-hmm. so speaking of part two so then much like uh, veterans of the podcast would know when uh, for Halloween I try to watch a horror movie every night or you know do something to celebrate the season and then to my chagrin come November 1st Autumn's like alright this is the day we watch Nightmare Before Christmas because Halloween dies and Christmas begins <laughs> even though in most places Christmas has begun long before Halloween is even come these days but anyway, so, like, this year I was like, well, you know what? I'm not going to let Halloween die so easily. So Autumn's never seen Black Christmas. She's never seen Silent Night, Deadly Night. So we're I want to be sure to work those into the rotation, you know? Oh, Home Alone, let's watch it. Oh, great. All right, now let's watch Silent Night, Deadly Night. So anyway, uh, as we're watching, I'm like, okay, yeah, I remember this. I'm like, wait a second. This seems like, this must be a director's cut because this is way more than I remember. Well, that's because if you're familiar with Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2, the first 30 minutes is basically a recap of the first one. Pretty much, you get the entire first movie in the beginning of part two. So yeah. I was like, Where's the, you know, because I kept, Audem's like, Why did you keep saying Garbage Day? I'm like, You'll see, you'll see. No, that's in the <laughs> sequel. There's a, usually, you'll see, you'll see a see. meme. Credits were all sick. Okay, so why'd you say that? <laughs> I just sat there like, What? I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, I swear to God, like, and I looked it up like, gar- I just searched Garbage Day, like, Sign Night part two, like, Son of a bitch. I've been completely wrong. For years. Yeah. So anyway, so I've literally watched, uh, literally, I actually watched this for the first time ever this just a few weeks ago. Mm. So, because today is December 23rd. 23rd. <laughs> Christmas Eve Eve, as people yeah. like to say. You know, so, yeah, anyway. The new father's calendar is uh, blank. Yeah. <laughs> you live by months. Like, is it the 19th? Oh, my baby's another month old. So, yeah. I'm, right. I'm seven months right now. <laughs> that's that's my gauge of time oh my wife posted a picture of my child with a number on her chest okay that my baby's be. eight months you know what these because people correct you I've seen like parents correct people like oh she's a uh, you know oh she's a year and two months oh you oh know, 14 months that's great you know that passive-aggressive kind of correcting well my goal is for as long as she's alive when people ask how old your daughter oh 362 months and let them do the math <laughs>
0: I was going to say, uh, those, some of those people go overboard, and like, man, he, he's 38, 38 months old. Yeah, I think I'm just going to do that, gonna, uh, her entire life. Why don't you go the other way with it, with years, and be like, oh, she's 0. .75 years old. I could
1: do that <laughs> until she gets to be a year. Yeah. Or I could just do, like, hours, make it really obnoxious. I don't know. Depends <laughs> on who I'm talking to yeah. when I do it. But anyway, like, Jesse, man. have you ever seen Silent Night, Deadly Night? Of course not. Most people have And, like, uh, upon, you know, as typical with my research for these films, uh, which involves such prestigious uh, entities as IMDb, Wikipedia, and Box Office Mojo, yeah. and a good old fashioned Google search, uh, this movie was incredibly controversial when it came out. Most notably, for if you follow us on social media, the movie poster with Santa holding an axe out the chimney. Very iconic movie mm. poster. I remember seeing this poster as a kid and, like, just being like, Oh, my God, a killer Santa? That's fucking awesome. Well, a lot of people didn't find it very awesome when the movie came out. But more on that, after we kind of go through the I would think, uh, who, what, when, where. English teachers would have the biggest problem with this.
0: You've made it through Halloween, comma, now try and survive Christmas. Shouldn't that be, like, two different sentences? I'm not, my, if Autumn <laughs> was here, she'd be able to, like, she would be ask about that with anger about yeah. that. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Is that considered an Oxford comma or is the Oxford comma only before and? I don't know Lacy, since because I'm not an English, fucking English major because if I was, I'd be teaching May English. through Halloween, comma, and I'll try and survive Christmas. I'll say that's correct I for
0: know. 80s English. Okay. But it changes. Post in the comments below if you're an English teacher. Or correction. send us an email at 80 srevisited at gmail.com. Let me
1: know. Now, awesome thing about this movie is it actually came out in the Christmas season. came out on November 9th, 1984. IMDb gives it a 5.9. Rotten Tomatoes... critics, a little better, 39% audience. uh, Had an estimated $1 million budget, opened at 1.4, great opening. And then it only would go on to make another million dollars, more on that later as well. Uh, Couldn't find any information on Worldwide or Rentals. I would assume Worldwide was probably nil because in the 80s, Christmas was still a very American holiday for the most part. I mean, every every country has their, you know, Papa Noel or Krampus or whatever celebrations for Christmas. But, you know, nowadays Christmas is... 100% global. Mm -hmm. In 1984, I'm not sure how global Christmas itself was. So I'm going to assume that this probably wasn't something that they think would be a big hit in Italy. Right. For example. Maybe. They're very Catholic uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, Reynolds, I would imagine, you know, they probably made a good chunk in Reynolds, especially with the controversy around the movie, which again we'll touch on later. It was directed by Charles E. Selye Jr. He also did such thing as Annihilators, and he produced a whole bunch of random shit. Everything from uh, movies about UFOs, to the end times, to 9/11 and Noah's Ark, so he was kind of all over the place. Oh. The secrets of the Bible, one of the, those kind of TV <laughs> documentary type things, like did Noah really put unicorns on the Ark? All that kind of Fox Network kind of crap that in the '90s, like when Cars attack and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It was written by Paul Kime. I'm not sure he pronounced his last name. Uh, the story was the only thing he ever did, and it was also co-written by Michael Hickey, who pretty much did part one and part two of this series, uh, cinematography. They even bother looking up the dude's name because, meh, nothing special here. (laughs) Nothing, this is no Dean Cundey on Halloween or anything. You reference Halloween in a movie poster, but the product within, it's no Halloween. I know Halloween, and it's no Halloween. For those of you who knew that political quote from the uh, early 90s, you'll get that reference. Anyway, it was uh, starring Robert Brian Wilson as Billy. He was actually a regular on the soap opera Santa Barbara. So, the killer Santa from this film was a regular on a very popular soap opera for a few years. Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I see him running around with a Santa suit. PUNISHED! Killing people. It would have been a great, I would have watched that show at that point. Yeah. The crossover you wanted to happen. In fact, there had to be an episode, a Christmas episode, where he was dressed up as Santa Claus. There, ha- <laughs> there just had to be. Uh, I mean, how could you not do that? Unless they again, there's a lot of controversy around this film because we'll they're like, like, let's not remember this film <laughs> that that movie he did. <laughs> well, more on that in just a second. Uh, Gilmer McCormick was Sister Margaret. She was also in Slaughterhouse Five, mm. uh, adaptation of the awesome Kurt Vonnegut novel. If you haven't read it, I recommend it. I put it on my short list to read. If you haven't, uh, also a lot of miscellaneous TV. Uh, Lillian Chauvin was Mother Superior. 145 credits to her name, wow. including Predator Two, Pumpkinhead Two. But most notably to me and to my heart, she was JCVD's mom in Universal Soldier. Uh. Devereux, I think, was his last name. I was going to say Chance Boudreaux, but that's Hard to Target, the best Van Damme movie. Unfortunately, it's not in the 80s. She was a working actress yeah. for life. Pretty much. She has a, you know, definitely, when you see 145 credits and you don't know their name, yeah. you know, c- character actor. Absolutely. I've seen this, you know, that's pretty much where my mind goes. Uh, let's see, Britt Leach was Mr. Sims. He was in uh, Weird Science, uh, Great Outdoors, and The Last Starfighter. I thought he was in more stuff, because I recognized him immediately. The shopkeeper, uh, or the story, toy store owner uh, in the film. I was like, God, so dude's so familiar. I can't place it. And then, of course, you look it up on IMDb. Oh, that's what he's from. So, fantastic. And... The uh, say late great late character her character is late in this film and she's always great Linnea Quigley as -hmm. the niece of course uh, we talked about earlier in Halloween Horror Month Return of the Living Dead Uh, also night the night of the Demons and Leanna Quigley's horror workout (laughs) which you can find on YouTube if you want a nice horror workout with zombies it's hilarious and sad at the same time but entertaining which is maybe that'll be a live
0: review one day.
1: We, do, we actually do the workout while we're talking about it. Oh, I was
0: just going to say we watch it. Well, that too, but you know, holidays if you want to it, yeah. That's
1: true. I could use it. Give me some leg warmers. Just get... <laughs> well, those neon leopard headbands. That'd be a perfect 80s, but, uh, you know, Jane Fonda. My mom loved Jane Fonda's workouts. In fact, in our VHS cabinet at home, here's a Star Wars trilogy, there's Superman 2, you know, whatever else, Indiana Jones, and then over on this side are the big, not Betamax, but clamshells. Yeah. Jane Fonda's workout, Jane Fonda's super workout, Jane Fonda's next workout. My mom loved Jane Fonda when she was a workout queen. And then she got into politics, far left, my mom's a little more leans to the right. So she's like, I don't like that woman anymore. So never watch them anymore. Well, that's good. But they were never as entertaining as those workout videos you see in like Friday the 13th Part 4. Or, uh, right. Dirty Work or any of those movies where you see like the workout videos, like they damn. They were made for the movies. I'd watch that video. Yeah. <laughs> I'd get a workout.
0: Yeah, <laughs> if you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> from those
1: videos as well. But anyway, like I said, I, I'm familiar with the second one. I ne- but I've never seen this one start to finish. And after, upon finishing it, I fucking love this movie. Because spoiler alert, as normal with Age Visited, we're about yeah. to get into deep spoiler territory. So if you haven't seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, short short in the uh, long and tall, long and short of it, I recommend it. You should watch it. You've got, you got two more days to watch it, and I believe it's on Shudder right now, which I got Shudder a few weeks ago, for you. well, around Thanksgiving for the Joe Bob Marathon. Hi, Shudder's awesome. Hmm. Great content. I just wish it was on more devices. I have to watch it on my Xbox One. It's not on PlayStation or uh, the Live. Smart TVs or Yeah, anything. not not quite yet, but uh, five bucks a month, well worth it, especially because Joe Bob Briggs is having his own show next year. So, hmm. Excuse me, weekly show, so it's going to... It's well worth it. But his last drive-in show, if you're a horror fan, highest possible recommendation, even if you just get it for a month and just watch him in that month and then cancel it, you're going to be highly, highly uh, entertained because he did his a very Joe Bob Christmas and he did Phantasm. Yeah. Uh, Phantasm 1. Couldn't get part 2 because Universal owns the rights, but you can watch our episode about it from our Halloween horror a few years ago on that, and then you can watch Phantasm 1 with Joe Bob then 3, 4, and 5. So then you can see the whole series. But it was fantastic. It's just... It takes you back, uh, you know, when I was a kid, you had you know Elvira. Uh, Joe Bob was on Showtime, or the movie channel, originally, I think. Didn't have the movie channel, but I always heard, like, when you talk about Elvira, like, oh, yeah, and that, that dude on the... I don't have those channels, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but then he came to TNT with Monster Vision, and every Saturday night was bouncing between the two hours of MXC on Spike TV right. and then over to Joe Bob for the rest of the night with Monster Vision. So, great memories, but it captures that vibe... And it, the thing that makes it even better, and it's a tangent, and you get, if you're just joining us, we have a lot of these. Uh, <laughs> the thing that makes it so enjoyable is that on Shudder, there's no commercials. So you just go from the movie, where there would be a commercial, to Joe Bob Briggs talking about the insanity of what you just seen and popping jokes all over the place. And then you don't have to sit through commercials after that. You just write back to the movie. It's fantastic. It's a great format. And uh, I'm not sure if his show on the movie... Like, actually, actually, that's probably exactly how it worked on the movie channel because, again, they didn't have to do commercials on a yeah. premium channel, whereas I'm familiar with Monster Vision, so it's like, oh, commercial break, Joe Bob, okay, Joe Bob came on, now let's go get a popcorn, let's go to the bathroom and get back for the, back to the movie part. So, mm. highest possible recommendation. But also, this movie, not highest possible, but definitely recommend, uh, it's very kind of grindhousey at first, mm-hmm. just like, blatant nudity and like, what's happening and all that, but it, it gets to that slasher sweet spot pretty quick. But the thing that I think is absolutely brilliant, yes, I use that word with this film, about this film, uh, is that it's pretty much about mental health. Mm -hmm. Michael Myers is crazy. Jason, we don't know what, we just know that he's killing people. You know, there's no, the backstory is his mother, oh, he saw his mother died, or he's a revenant, or he's a deadite, you know, there's all sorts of stuff. Freddy has a backstory, and we get more of that as that goes on. But this one, you see an innocent kid watch his parents murdered by a guy in a Santa Claus suit. So he is terrified of people in Santa Claus suits. Mm. Even into adulthood. Like, he just doesn't want to see Santa. Can't can't handle it. So then he's working at Iris Toys. And the manager's like, oh, Santa called in sick. You, uh, what was his name? Billy. Billy, put on that suit or you're fired. You know, you got to be my Santa tonight. And he's just like, you know, tripping out. Just like, ugh, you, know, fate, you know, some people would face their fears. But Billy reverts to that Seeing that oh the person that wears this is a killer, yeah. so then he snaps and goes on a murderous rampage. Oh. but to me you know it's it builds it has it has such a good because I'm thinking oh this killer Santa's gonna come back or there's something because again I, I saw the first one I mean the second one so there's points of the story I was missing, and then just watching this, like you know when's it you know when's the dude come because when you watch the <laughs> recap I, I, I it's been so long until part two I didn't re- recognize the guy as when he had the Santa suit on as being the guy, I'm like, wait a second. Is this is... Ah, and then it clicks when it all kind of comes to a head. Like, oh, okay, I, I, now it makes sense. Uh, now, are you sure you didn't see three, four, or five? No. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. Because the only one I ever We're saw six. was the Garbage Day, when the, where it has a famous goofy line, Garbage Day! And he shoots the dude while he's taking off the garbage. <laughs> and Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. So that's, that's pretty much what that movie's known for. And the thing is, I haven't watched part two in a long, long time. I plan on watching it tonight or tomorrow, uh, before the season's over, so to speak, because a lot of people like the second one better than the first one because you basically get the first one mm-hmm. in the first half of the second one, and then you got the second one. But I haven't seen that one so long to remember the finer points yeah. of like how much of the first one you get and then into the second one. So mm. the moral that that is this rash of sequelitis develops, and we see what happens. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I was blown away by how much I enjoy this movie. Uh, the gore effects are good. It's got plenty of TNA. Lea, Lea, Linnea Quigley's in it, so naturally, her shirt's off and she's naked. Uh, it's got some good kills. It's got some, you know, minor twists. But, I mean, you know, this is a post-Halloween world when this comes out. This is post-84, post-3, Friday the 13th. Uh, My Bloody Valentine, I think, was maybe 84? Not sure when it came out in relation to this one. So you have that. You have Halloween. Slasher is, is on the rise. It's going up. Nightmare yeah. hasn't quite come out. Actually, about Nightmare... Uh, we'll get on that in a second, so it'll all come full circle. Uh, but, so, you know, they they found that, what's the holiday they haven't done yet, kind yeah. of thing. We got Halloween, we got Friday the 13th. You know, Thanksgiving's not that big of a holiday to warrant a horror movie at this time in the history of it. So it's like, oh, Christmas, which is perfect, because what is the most popular holiday? Christmas. And of course. A, now, of course, you've had Black Christmas, predates yeah. Halloween, you know, technically the first slasher, although nowhere near as genius and brilliant as Halloween, or well done, still good nonetheless. Uh, so you sort of actually did have Christmas done, but with the backstory behind this, when I get this is really like a B movie mm-hmm. that because of the controversy and everything, really kind of made it an A movie, I guess, because it's not it's competently made, but it's, this isn't not this is not a well made movie. None, nobody, none of the people behind the scenes went on anything really great. Right. Except starting this franchise. And uncovering Jesus. Yes. And Noah's Ark. (laughs) And the Bible Code. And UFOs. Because all of these are related. Right. Somehow. (laughs) Excuse me. But yeah, just watching, I was like, wow, this is like, this is a fantastic story. It's one of those cases where like, okay, the story is good. Somebody had a good idea. Yes. The execution, pardon the pun, uh, was not well done. They should have uh, done a couple more drafts and passed it around a little more.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they really could have worked on it. It's a good, good idea for a plot. Yeah, cause but he,
1: then where does it go from there? That's the question. Yeah, well, it goes with the brother. Well. <laughs> Who's a baby in the original. Well, he's a baby when the, the trauma happens. But then he sees his brother killed at the end of this one. Again, we, talk, we mentioned spoilers, so sorry. <laughs> so, uh, so then he kind of picks up the beard, so to speak. Right. In part two. But, uh, again, it was just like, I went in and really expected nothing because I always, always, always remember the cover. Mm-hmm. But I actually, when I realized I had only seen, actually seen part two, I remember the cover of part two because it's got the Christmas ornament. And it's got, in the reflection of the ornament is, the, is a handgun. Mm. Oh, there's a sequel to this too, but it's nowhere near as genius, I think, as the original poster. Got the chimney on the roof, the snow's falling. Got the Santa hand hanging out the chimney with the axe. That's all you need. Brilliant. Yeah, and also a gun in a horror movie. Yeah, not, like as not a wep- weapon. Yeah. No, that's for the protagonist. Right. Not the antagonist, because it is scare. It is scarier to know that somebody's going to cut you up mm-hmm. than shoot you. Yeah. Bang bang, I'm dead. Yeah. Or like, Ugh! <clears throat> unless they shoot you in the knee. The knee and the stomach are the two worst places to get shot. It takes a guy <laughs> days to die from that. But no killer is going to just do that because you're going to get away. Of course, unless they torture you. But, you know, Michael Myers with a butcher knife, that's really scary. Freddy Krueger with his hands full of knives slicing you up, that's scary. Uh, Jason Voorhees with his variety of garden gardening equipment, that's more horrific than like, oh, he's got a gun! Bang, bang. Yeah, all these other uh, covers are just not
0: as creepy. Oh, five is... Yeah, if I was a kid,
1: that would probably terrify me. Right.
0: A bunch of uh, stuffed animals with evil eyes and fangs. That had to come out in the 90s, because he's home, but he's not alone. That's true. 1991, right after Home Alone. Yep. A year after. So
1: Home Alone came out like, we need another Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. This
0: is basically that Freddy, uh, what's that popular game now? Five Nights at Freddy's? Oh, yeah. Whatever. An elderly toy maker and his son make killer toys designed to kill their customers and children. Hmm.
1: It's also just child's play without the right. serial killer doing it. Sure. It's like Halloween 3 and child's play mixed. I'm not going to make masks that go off on Halloween. I'm going to make toys that just do it for me. <laughs> There's no original ideas in Hollywood. As evidenced by the release of Bumblebee this week. Right. Starring John C.M. I, I was watching the trailers and I didn't see him. <laughs> yeah. It's like, who are they talking to? I'm, not, I'm absolutely not going to lie. I want to see Bumblebee. I'm not going to see in the theater, but I'll be yeah. excited when I can watch it at home because the Transformer designs are classic. What's the last movie you saw in the theater? Shit. <laughs> in the theater was... Oh, what came out seven months ago? What was the last like big like comic book... Uh, Infinity Spider-Man. War? Spider-Man. No. Maybe... No, because me and Autumn yeah. both saw that. No, I saw it. She didn't. Halloween. Oh, okay. Halloween was the last one I saw in the theater. Because my friend of the theater let me see early so yeah. went I saw it that morning I've been trying to get on a schedule to where like because kind of Monday was my movie day so I go to work get everything set up go to a 10 o'clock movie grab lunch back at work work the rest of the day Yeah. and that went to shit because I had to get a whole bunch of stuff in my office straightened up but that seems to be back to normal because I haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody haven't seen Creed 2 which I really really want to see Aquaman started Autumn wants to see that more than I do uh, oh, for obvious reasons, Momoa. Yeah, you know, because women don't objectify men. Of course, it's not. a man thing. Now, nah, anyway, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. <laughs> again, I th- it's they did remake it. I haven't. I actually started the remake, but fell asleep. Remake. Yeah, as that that just Silent Night? Silent Night. Okay, that's yeah, a lot. 2012 with Malcolm McDowell. He of uh, the Halloween remake fame. The original Halloween remake. <laughs> that's a five point
0: two. And uh budget of five million dollars. Wow. Gross nine thousand.
1: It probably didn't went to one theater and then direct to video, I imagine. Wow. Most of that five million might have been McDowell's salary. Not sure how much he gets. Maybe a million, five hundred thousand. Depends on how many days he has to work, I guess. But anyway, Amazing. the original and the sequel. The sequel we'll cover later. But there's still time, it's as Bill Murray says in my favorite hallo- uh, Halloween. Uh, Christmas movie it's, it's Christmas Eve it's not too late you can watch b- both of these and have a fantastic Christmas with no kids in the room as Joe Bob would say there's a lot of aardvarking and a bunch of uh, don't know that reference uh, well that's what he calls sex on oh, okay. vision because when he was on cable It was you know you had to use right. appropriate language he didn't say there's a whole bunch of fucking or yeah. a whole bunch of sex it was just aardvarking cemetery aardvarking back of seat aardvarking that was kind of his thing and if to keep it in the Joe Bob theme, there's antler foo, axe foo, bow and arrow foo, Christmas light foo. All the foos you can want. Exactly.
0: So pity the foos.
1: I recommend this film. It was I had a, I had fun watching it, but also the first half again I'm like, when's this gonna happen? But like the story's good because like he's you know he's gonna be terrified, and here comes the Santa Claus. Like, wait, no, he is the like he had a traumatic. He had this this character is almost is pretty sympathetic. Especially in this age of mental illness, where mental ill people now aren't just using an axe to chop up people. yeah, They're just getting AK-40, not AK-47, you know, whatever gun, I'm not a gun guy. I'm a yes. sci-fi gun guy. Yeah. I like those pulse rifles from Aliens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Give me a real gun. Yeah, there you go. From the racer yeah, exactly. Or from Quake. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, I mean, nowadays, people are just getting hotel rooms and shooting people at c- country concerts. I mean, the music's not that bad. Too soon? <sighs> Probably a little bit. But, uh, you know, so uh, it's, re- it's original in that sense. And, you know, it's really, it's in terms of a slasher, I'd say it was pretty innovative in a, se- in a way. In terms of the backstory, he's a human, he's not immortal, he's not yeah. a Michael Myers or a Jason Voorhees. Uh, he's a man who literally snaps mm-hmm. because of a childhood trauma. And when he's a kid and that happens, like, it's pretty brutal. Like, the dude, like, shoots his dad and then tries to rape his mom He's just hiding, like, trying to run away, like, terrified. With his baby, and this was, like, making me nervous, because when you have a baby, you become a real big wuss about anything involving a child. (laughs) So there's a screaming baby infant in the car, too. I'm like, oh, my God, like, why don't you get your brother out of the car, you little twerp? Like, the baby's in the car. You know, so, but, yeah, (laughs) it's Christmas time. Watch a horror movie, and this is a good one. And watch the second one if you can find it because then didn't you know the Garbage Day reference.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh,
1: anyway, I mentioned the controversy behind this film, but there's actually something even a little more interesting than the whole controversy about it. Again, this opened November 9th, 1984. The same weekend as Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. One well, of these is not weird. like the other. Well, I thought that too, but guess what? This film, again, November 9th, Christmas season. People yeah, wanted yeah. to go... Went, that's why Open right Weekend 1.4. People wanted to see the Christmas horror movie... In Christmas time, the first week it, out, it briefly outgrossed *Nightmare on Elm Street* that wow. one week, but it was but also *Silent* was playing in more than twice as many theaters as *Nightmare* before the gross fell about forty-five percent by the second weekend because of the controversy. And here we go. Let's get that ball of wax going or no snowball pushed down, That mad Mardigan pushed off the sled for you eighties fans. Uh, the release of the film was picketed by angry parents who were not happy to see Santa Claus depicted as an axe murderer. Despite the fact that there was a Tales from the Crypt episode, which was watched in, uh, oh, what, there was another horror movie that was watching that, that show, that episode of Tales from the Crypt. And uh, we did it on the podcast, but I can't think of it now. Mm. It might have been Lethal Weapon. Maybe. Don't mm. quote me on that. They did the exact same thing 12 years earlier. And Christmas Evil in 1980 had done the same thing in 1980. But as a result, the box office sales plummeted and the film was shelved for another year where it saw a new light in an uncut video form, which has since gone out of print. Uh, the film was planned to be a limited release and open wider by Christmas, but the protests pretty much destroyed the film after two weeks of release, which is why it opened at 1.5. Ended up domestically two. It was only uh, out for about another two weeks, only made another million before it got pulled. So, remember when the uh, picketing and stuff did things like that, <laughs> stopped that Killer Santa movie from being yeah. put out,
0: or when there was controversy, controversy like. Of that,
1: of such a minor thing. Aren't you glad that that doesn't happen these days? I, well, About minor things in movies getting <laughs> controversy? I remember when
0: uh, Magic the Gathering had the uh, the unholy strength, the oh, like, yeah. pentagram, also the demonic dude and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Parents were like, oh, these That these demo people, game. It's, it's like the devil game. Of, same thing Dun- Dungeons and Dragons came yeah, out. Exactly. Those kids are, you know,
1: Satanic Panic was at full tilt boogie. Nope, they're just really nerdy. <laughs> yeah, turns out, you know. You know, I want, my my, my dad's like, "Daddy, I want to go out and party with my friends." Like, "No, you're gonna give your dad a heart attack." Dad, I'm gonna play Dungeon and Dragons. My friends, here, sweetie, take my D20. <laughs> it, she lose, me, it served me well. And she loses it by partying out with her friends. <laughs> like, oh my him. god! There, there's a movie. There's a movie for you. Yeah. My dad lost. Oh, I lost my dad. Stupid dice. Blah blah blah. <laughs> quick, there's nerdy kids who aren't at the party. We can go find them and find a dice that looks like it. There you go. There's a quick the Cute whole movie, she's of searching
0: for movie. it. By the end, she doesn't find it, and she has to tell you. And you're like, oh, I never gave you the actual D20. I'm
1: not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that was I I roll like my role, like shit. <laughs> but I appreciate your honesty. That's right. Dad, can it's we a play D&D together now? No, sweetie. You're grounded. <laughs> you're grounded. Shut the door like Princess Bride style. Actually, I duplicate that exact end shot. You think yeah, it's going to be exactly. something sweet? Then pull a Jack Burton. Nah. What do you think to... of that idea that Deadpool did? Oh, With the PG version
0: or something? Or... I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. This Christmas version of Deadpool. Well, it's what a very merry Deadpool or, so, or Basically, it's Deadpool two. Yeah, but it's like, like basically G rated is what I understand. Well, I didn't know that, but... but I just know they they uh, they retell it. They force like Fred Savage to retell it. I oh, like that... an intro or maybe no, or... no. Like throughout the movie, I think he's in it. Like Deadpool is playing the grandpa's part. That's uh, hilarious. Princess Bride. And he, like, captures Fred Savage to read the story of Deadpool that 2. That makes perfect sense for Deadpool 2. So. And, like, it's a little recut. Because I looked up reviews and everyone was, like, saying, I don't know if I would call this a new movie.
1: Because it's basically Deadpool 2. So that's what I thought. It was just uh, basically a TV version of Deadpool 2. Because so many, including my brother-in-law, brought their child to see Deadpool 1. Oh. And so kids love Deadpool. Oh, I so know it's that part. I mean, I just assumed it to be, you know they're just going to cut out some of the dirty words I mean I don't remember any maybe cut t- turn down the blood something like that I don't know See, like if you look up Once Upon a Deadpool on
0: IMDb Deadpool it just comes too. up Deadpool too. yeah so like you don't get to release a movie twice all about the money yeah that's right paper
1: I don't know but I think that's word. great so you know that way because I mean I would not take my child young child to see Deadpool 1 or 2 that's not for you
0: yeah, but I guess the question is from a business point, what if this becomes a trend, like re releasing a movie? I think that's cool. Really? I mean, for example, uh what's uh As long as they put it out there, because at first I had no idea. I would have saw it, expecting a whole new movie. Yeah. And I would have been like, wait a second, this is just Deadpool 2. I'm trying to like a Halloween.
1: I mean this would never happen, it's a horror movie to begin with. I'm sure someone out there got tricked though. Oh, by like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's a new Deadpool movie. Like, no, it's not. Because believe me, anybody who has parents on Facebook, you see how they get tricked oh, all, the, all time. the time. Yeah. My password got stolen. I wonder why. The IRS thing called you, didn't they? Didn't the IRS like send you an email and told you to click this link? Oh, Amazon <laughs> lost your package, so you entered your password again. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Phil Donahue who actually dedicated an entire episode of his TV show to the controversy about this film. Uh, the group formed to protest the film and lobby for it to be removed from theaters was called Citizens Against Movie Madness, or CAM. Yeah, CAM. Yeah. <laughs> and the founders of CAM, uh, the group, uh, let's see, pulled. To, uh, they tried to challenge the film industry on the amount of violence for other films as well. However, the group would fall apart. Fall apart fall apart shortly after this film was pulled and never live up to its founders' dreams. Aww. Thank you for not parenting my children. <laughs> and let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, to protest the film, Gene Siskel read out loud, and we all know Siskel and Ebert hated every slasher movie except Halloween, pretty much, read out loud the names of the companies that owned distributor TriStar Pictures on his and Robert Ebert's television show and then said, quote, Shame on you. He also called out the writer, director, producer, and said, quote, You people have nothing to be proud of. Well, oh, Gene Siskel, you're dead, and somebody's still talking about Silent Night, Deadly Night. So, fuck you, buddy! I give well, you one finger up. Uh,
0: let's this article's see. from November 15th, 1984. Is that by Siskel or Ebert? Or no, it's it say- uh, Gath- Catherine Gerwitz. Gerwitz? Yeah, it just goes into more details about um, that whole thing. That's crazy that you could find articles from
1: that far. Well, you have to go to the library, the basement of the library, to the microfiche section, and right. pull it. And well, the then the ghost so shows up, and the papers start <laughs> flying everywhere. And you have to call the <laughs> Ghostbusters to come yeah. and get you out. You know, see what's going on.
0: Two hundred protesters. That's interesting. They say, including a Moravian priest. It's like, why did you include that? Just, it's legitimate. There's a priest there. Yeah. Santa's not a hitman. <laughs>
1: One of the signs. That's and that's a movie. Deck the halls Hit with Man Holly, Santa. not bodies. <laughs> They're just, these are writing themselves. That's a <laughs> sequel. Deck the halls with. I invite you all to write the sequel. Wow, that's fantastic.
0: Limited release of four hundred theaters. Still pulled in one point five
1: out of that. Okay, you know the quote, or oh, I just saw it. Uh, I don't remember, she said that. a three year old saw the newspaper ad for the movie and asked, "Why does Santa have a bloody hatchet?" it's easy for the bad boys it's not Santa sweetie yeah that's an actor problem solved it's a movie I don't want to be honest with my children (laughs) yeah like and now people don't want I don't know to me Santa's a part of growing up right you know it's like do I believe in Bigfoot no do I believe in the possibility of Bigfoot absolutely yeah we just discover new species every day do I think it'll ever happen the kid in me wants to say yes 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 yes, (laughs) yes Bigfoot's out there But the logical, rational adult says, we would have seen something like that by now. Same thing with Nessie. I'm sorry to say, takes off my invisible hat. Nessie is dead. This uh, Republican mayor. Of course, it's a
0: Republican. I'm not one for censorship, he said. I believe in free speech, free expression, but Christmas is sacred. To make one of these killer movies with Christmas and Santa Claus as a
1: theme, that's going too far. But it went too Uh. far in 1978, 77, and 1980 different times man. Well, it's it's nice. the same thing with uh not uh, same thing but you know this is just cuz of the the movie poster again iconic movie poster I got the on my backpack for work I have the fright right, frightrags.com fright, free plug uh give me a free shirt we'll call it even uh, uh tell <laughs> them I used 80 years revis, revisited sent you, and maybe they'll hook me up anyway <laughs> yeah. sure, no I'm not wearing my There's one some guy who's stuttering over all of his words dip, 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 dip. <laughs> <laughs> That's All of our, listen- our true listeners know when I get excited, I get dyslexic and stuttering. I become a stuttering, blabbering idiot that you don't want to sleep on your couch overnight. Or you would let sleep on your couch and hope they would leave in the morning. Whatever that review, that great, fantastic review said. But uh, this is just about the poster. So it's like, these people did not see the movie. Same thing with Last Temptation of Christ. Oh, Last Temptation? What is this about? Pick it, yeah. pick it, pick it. Dog. Kevin Smith's dogma, same thing. Now, in hindsight... You know, these same people that hated this movie don't love it but I mean this is a revered classic now I mean five sequels and a remake four sequels yeah. and a remake excuse me and today it's you know they just have like remastered versions of part two come out you know so it's a obviously it's Christmas time so horror fans are legion and they want their Christmas horror movies uh, so but like with Last Mitation of Christ same thing like people picket it but now the Catholic Church recognizes it as a very informative and interesting perspective on catholic theme so it's like you know perception changes and this is again when you see like people protesting stuff like people oh i'm protesting that rap music because it's violent these people have never listened to any rap music except what might have been on an episode of uh matlock when somebody drives by or something which is still the me stereotypical of people and, and it's inadvertently racist and in it's portrayal of <laughs> which just leads people to feel threatened and have to picket something or protest something they know nothing about yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, people protest, protest in the, the satanic monument in Utah or wherever the hell it was. They want to put, you know, they have the Ten Commandments on government ground. They have the satanic temple. Granted, it's a, it's a I think it's a, it's half publicity, half free speech. Uh, they did it for attention, uh, for the most part, I'd say. That's just me. That's my opinion. But I think they should, you know. Uh, oh, they, you can't have this next to the sacred Ten Commandments. Well, to some people, whether it's a publicity stunt or fact, it is sacred to these people. You know, you should have something in reference to all religions on government ground, or have enough, something in relation to none of them. Because people love to use the This is a Christian nation. No, we're not. When have we ever been? That's a fallacy that your preacher told you that you believe and think yeah. that it's true. It's never been true in the history of this country. What is this, Arkansas? Was that it? That must be it. Because the same monument that was on that Sabrina Netflix series that got all the controversy. I do not but that. Wa- but they, they use like, the... Is that it? Yeah it's got the two kids in front of it. Because they used... uh, that The Netflix show used that... Not that exact statue, but they basically copied it. With the kids in front of Baphomet in front of it. So, like, they were getting sued by the Satanic Temple. Oh, they were... Copying it, I guess. (laughs) I mean, it was... I think it was more so worded that it was the artist's original sculpture. Because I was like... Because, I mean, you will see representations of Baphomet exactly like that in that pose. But not with the the boy and the girl next to him like that. And I think they Mm. used that exact... Kind of basically, uh, okay. somebody saw this online, thought it was like it was okay to copy it, and it wasn't right. So, but that's that, that stuff. Well, back to Silent Deadline in an interview from the documentary Going to Pieces, the rise and fall of the slasher film, which I really want to see but have not yet. Uh, Lillian Chauvin, the most superior character, admitted it was a mistake to center the film's publicity campaign on Santa Claus and would, excuse me, and believed it would have generated far less controversy if the studio instead focused on Billy's psychological plight. Which is the part that I found incredibly interesting and made for a good story and a decent film, but also that's the funny thing: people were picking in the fact that Santa, you know, a dude's killing people in a Santa suit. But this film is extremely harsh against the Catholic Church. Yeah, the nuns are cruel. Like this could have been called "The Nun" instead of that recent stupid movie that came out called "The Nun," <laughs> because the nuns in here, well, the of appear, like beating the kids, you know. Like you see in all sorts of older movies, like you know where the kids are a problem child even like where they're beating them, you know very harsh. Blues Brothers as well, yeah. you know that that stereotypical trait in a movie to where like oh here comes Mother Superior and she's got her ruler or she's got her paddle or whatever, so you can't get out of line because you're going to get your ass beat and you know sent with no food for ten weeks or yeah. whatever the hell they do. My wife's cat. Ten weeks no food. <laughs> Pray and the Lord will provide, or you die and you're not worthy. Yeah. Sort of like the uh, Salem Witch Trials. Yeah. Anyway, which well, she's exactly right. I mean, although, the mar- again, I, the marketing was genius, but it also backfired for this film, because this came out now, and there was no other imitator since 1980, or not imitators, I should say anything in light of that since 1980, it'd probably be a huge hit. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Happy Death Day is a huge hit, and then Truth or Dare, and when I say huge hit, I'm talking about it's making money, so Blumhouse is making sequels. Right. Nothing's bad against Blumhouse, because the Halloween... What, the new Halloween was fantastic, but these other films are making money. Mm-hmm. And granted, honestly, you know it's not—he doesn't do Paranormal Activity ripoffs or like Part Seven and spin-offs and the Conjuring spinoffs and all that. I don't like that shit. That's just me. But uh, you know, at least he's doing something different. You know, uh, actually, Happy Death Day—I think it was the time loop, like Groundhog Day with serial killer with a slasher. That one, I, actually, I thought i actually enjoyed that one uh, for what it was. Uh, but the truth or dare one I think it's on Netflix now I've heard nothing but horrible stupid things about it and it's just bad so I'm actually I'm avoiding that one because I don't really give a shit but uh, I thought this uh, was hilarious that's like in the trailer for that it would just look stupid because like when they I don't know what the plot is I mean obviously it's something to do with truth or dare but then their faces grow into these weird like joker smiles <laughs> it just looks dumb so I'm not interested you know, you can make a horror movie about Bloody Mary because that could be that can be scary. You can't make you know Truth or Dare. You didn't do the dare, so now you're going to die. Or I mean, that just yeah. Unless you have Jigsaw telling you that. But you know, it should have been Saw Twenty Seven Truth or Dare. Yeah, you were going to play a game called Truth or Dare. Make your choice. Uh, let's see. I oh, thought this was hilarious. Yeah, uh, love the smile thing. Yeah, there's there, there's just something in it where like if. They're evil, they smile, or I don't... I, again, I don't have a clue. Don't care. Uh, Mickey Rooney, the legendary actor from old Hollywood, child actor all the way to his old age, uh, was one of the vocal detractors of the film in 84, surprised people when he was actually in Silent Night, Deadly Night 5 *The The Toymaker, which we made fun of the cover earlier. Wow. Uh, leading to some to call him a hypocrite for appearing in the film. However, anybody with any knowledge of Hollywood, even rudimentary, knows that sometimes titles change during production. So it is believed that he was told you're playing in the film called uh, The Toymaker, but then they figured they could tie it in to the Silent Night, Deadly Night <laughs> franchise by just. It's like, kind of like the uh, Cloverfield paradox. Right. It, uh, started out something different, and they tied it into Cloverfield on, with the Netflix original. They no. do that all the time in board games. Hmm. Maybe still, g- apparently. Yeah. I'm trying there seems like there Name recognition. Else. Yeah. Sell. It seems like there was something else that was kind of sh- like. what oh, happens a lot of time. Like, for example, Cyborg, the Van Damme movie started off as Masters of the Universe 2 all the way in the pre-production right. they're about to start shooting but it, uh, funding falls out shit we all got, got all this shit let's just adapt all this crap to another story and make a movie that's how we get Cyborg
0: sure and we're changing the name of this podcast to This American Life the 80s <laughs> This <laughs> 80s American Life yeah. <laughs> something
1: like that and that's great and and, and um, um, I've only heard like a snippet so I just know that he's talks pretty, slow I like this yeah he talks a little lot. Yeah, we don't we, have the mics set up for that just yet. Yeah. Next or, time, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. It was also called. Uh, oh, hold on, let me. I'm uh, something. Yeah, pretty much. That's just the theory is that it wasn't called Silent Night, Deadly Night Five when he got the script. It was just the Toy Maker, and it changed after the fact. He knew what he was doing. But hey, that, got, was,
0: that was their mission. They were like, we're gonna get him in one
1: of these movies. <laughs> we're gonna make sequel after sequel until we can get Mickey. We're gonna Rooney make a fool out of him. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Uh, it was also known as Sleigh Ride throughout its production. However, Tristar decided to change its title to Silent Night, Deadly Night at the last minute. A good change, I'd say. Because I think it's, you know, si- si- I mean, Silent Night is a classic. Mm-hmm. It's one of those, you know, you always hear Sarah McLaughlin on, right, on the Christmas station or whatever person wants to sing it. It's all the time. Uh, all right, Carrie. But, you know, It's a classic. Uh, it was in Hateful Eight. Bob's playing on the piano for that great scene when Samuel L. is telling him about his de- black dingus white man's mouth. you are playing Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption right now
0: and you go into any saloon they will be playing that too. Really? Yeah. It's a very minor Christmas nod. is. That's awesome though. How the piano player <laughs> play Christmas songs. That's that's fantastic. There's like, no it, decorations as far as I remember but yeah, the piano player plays Christmas music. Yeah,
1: because I've never seen anything like, the, like that outside of an MMO. Yeah. Like, Warcraft you play in a, whatever holiday it's decorated for it. Final Fantasy 14 that I played a lot of. You go into the towns for the, you know, in the world that you're in. Oh, it's the harvest festival for Thanksgiving, or, yeah. but it's we know what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's you know it's still cool. Yeah, you know, for New Year's they do the fireworks in the cities and all that. So, but it's also I think I find that really awesome and amazing when a game like that does it. Yeah, because this isn't an MMO. This is a you know a single player adventure game. hmm And those little touches it's like oh wait you know oh that's cool i think that, that, that that's a good idea that somebody implemented and it's so minor mm-hmm. but like you said i mean like you said it's minor but it's still just like oh and it's good that's minor because it's not over the top yeah, yeah it's not like look what i'm playing y'all good fellas want to hear silent night again or there's not like lights and everything yeah the down, <laughs> like and in the west and, you know, like everywhere. yeah I missed, oh i was gonna say marston that's the first red dead uh arthur What's the last Arthur? Or Arthur Morgan. Morgan. Mr. Morgan, perhaps you could help me get these new electric <laughs> lights, these colored electric lights. Hang up around the mansion. I don't know. I got stuff to do. <laughs> but I, I guess right. I'll help you. All right, boy. <laughs> the, uh, the Pinkertons are on our tail and all this other stuff, but let me go get these colored lights for you. <laughs> you know, the special holiday mission. All right.
0: Well, that I wouldn't put past them. <laughs> yeah. Which, but you know, they're not going to decorate the town. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, again, this Maybe is... one person's house way out in the middle of
1: the city. Or in the, uh, that city, like the really... Yeah. Industrial, the one that's obviously copied off New Orleans. Of course. Uh, I'm like, wait, that's Jackson Square, basically. <laughs> kind of. A little smaller. <laughs> yeah. A little more uh, plant growth, but maybe it looked yeah. that way in the 1800s, I don't know. True. Uh, all the film's TV ads were immediately pulled off the networks because of the trailer showing Santa Claus carrying an axe, which practically depicted him as a mass murderer. I mean, that's what, it's a slasher film, so, duh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that also motivated parents to protest the film and instantly had it yanked out of theaters, uh, as we mentioned before. This was interesting and would have been amazing. Sam Raimi was considered to direct. Mm. We'd have gotten those first-person axe swings. <laughs> <laughs> and Bruce Campbell would have been Billy, so it would have been even better. Yeah. Put a scene in there somewhere. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to have that. Uh, let's see, when the remake, titled Silent Night 2 2012, was released in... 2012. The reaction was the polar opposite of what it was in 84, with people accepting the concept of a killer wearing a Santa Claus suit because nobody gave a shit and knew it was a slasher movie. This may also have been the reason why Fangoria Films decided to re release the original in 2013 and also led to the film finally appearing. Okay, this explains it right here. Uh, this one was never on cable until 2014, so that's why I never saw the original. Uh. Uh, the toy shop where Billy gets his first job is called Iris Toys. Iris is the first name of one of the film's producers. Uh, the graphic designer Bert Klieger created the infamous poster art of Santa going down the chimney with an axe, so I had to mention him. Fantastic job! Your your marketing was so good, it caused the protest and made the film a failure. <laughs> I mean, actually, technically not, because it was a one million estimated budget. Opening weekend it made one point four, ended with two point four, so it was a success. Obviously, not just because of the controversy. I mean, it probably could have doubled its take and maybe went home with five million. Had the uh, protest not pretty much got yanked out of theaters, but also, like I mentioned too, it released the same day as Nightmare. We all know Nightmare went on to arguably become. It did a couple <clears throat> things. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, Freddy's the only one that at that point had toys made of him. So, excuse me. Wow. Made a, It was a huge, huge deal. So uh, let's see. Due to the use of the Killer Santa theme in earlier films, the producers were not expecting this aspect of the film to be controversial. They ha- were, however, expecting the film's portrayal of the Catholic Church to be controversial. That's because nobody watched the movie. They just saw that fantastic poster and decided <laughs> that's what we're gonna be angry about today. Yeah. Because that's America. Be even, even in '84. Uh, body count, fourteen. And as I mentioned before, the legacy of this film, you got four sequels and a remake starring Malcolm McDowell. I've only seen the first two, watched half of the remake, I wasn't totally turned off about it, but again, I didn't have a love or an appreciation for the first one until very recently, because I'd seen the second one years and years ago, and always knew the Garbage Day reference, and that was pretty much it. (laughs) But now, actually, I might, I got time, it's not too late, Uh, fit in three more sequels before Santa comes with an axe through my non-existent chimney, (laughs) and that's about it. So, yeah, score, I'd give it a 7.5. I, I will oh. watch this movie every year for Christmas. Because hmm. it's... What are your other Christmas movies? I mean, aside from traditional ones, well, I mean, the ones that I, every year I will have to watch, uh, when horror-wise... Horror horror, and, and just just horror movies, not necessarily... I, I mean, I won't watch them all, but, I mean, you got Black Christmas and the remake. You got... Now I have four sequels in a remake of Silent Night Deadly. Night. You got Santa's <laughs> sleigh. Krampus, it's not my favorite movie, but it, it's fun. Mm. I find it entertaining, it's enjoyable. It's well shot and the look and everything, cinematography in that one' really notable. Uh, Christmas Evil. And on "Shutter," actually, I found out there's a lot of like kind of uh, direct-to-video Christmas movies that have come out, like uh, "He knows when you've Been... or I can't remember the names I haven't seen them yet. There's like several on there that have uh, gotten really good reviews for like you know, holiday horror. Uh, Gremlins is a holiday is a Christmas movie uh, of course Lethal Weapon Die Hard that kind of stuff uh, go back up there was one I saw that I wanted to mention Rare Exports that one's really good oh. and there's another one called of course uh, Santa Sleigh with Bill Goldberg <laughs> of course is amazing is amazing <laughs> and there's Jack Frost which uh, Autumn's like Jack Frost yeah that movie might be like no the one with the killer snowman yeah and they came out around the same time too. and she's like well we gotta watch both of them and I just fell all in love with her again <laughs> So, and there's also, don't, do not confuse Silent Night, Deadly Night with Silent Night, Bloody Night. Uh, two different movies, two different, not even franchise, Bloody Night's not a franchise. Uh, but, you yeah. know, then Home Alone 1 or 2, Autumn has to watch Elf once, but I make sure she does it when I'm not around, because that movie <laughs> is, I'm tired of that movie. I've, they've, they killed it by playing it too much. Uh, and an Apocalypse is something that just came out. It says 2017, but I think it just yeah, came just out recently. History. It's like a musical, but it takes place about the apocalypse, obviously. Well, I know but it takes musical. place around Christmas time. It's, that's all I've heard about it. Hmm. Uh, so I'm interested to see that. I mean, it's in Lampoon's, uh, Scrooged. Uh, I don't know I'm missing like, some big ones it said Die Hard, said the action ones. Uh, you know, th- those kind of staples, uh, for the most part. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, that's Autumn's favorite. <laughs> so we watch that on Christmas Day, usually. But Christmas Eve night is when I watch Scrooge. That's like that's my tradition, personal tradition, because that is the best goddamn Christmas movie ever. <laughs> Anytime somebody's, I hear hammering. Will you please stop the goddamn hammering? because <laughs> so, it's a fantastic fucking movie. I'd watch, you know, I would love to watch it more than once a year, but I like to keep it special. It's so good, I have to maintain the sanctity of Scrooge by only watching it on Christmas Eve. It's funny, my thing stopped working, so you can't see what I'm looking at anymore. No, <laughs> that's okay. Neither can anybody else. That's so true. We're all in this. It's a level playing field right now. <laughs> but in the real world, again, Silent daylight, dead of night. That's what I was looking at. I was like, "That's a cool." I've heard movie. about oh, that yeah. too. I, think, I believe it's on Netflix. We're talking about a, a Christmas, Christmas horror, horror story. story. Yeah. yeah, I've heard that. That's pretty good. Well, the that shot looks cool. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they get you that cool right. cover, and then yep, that's right. <laughs> <bleh>. <laughs> Whoops. But uh, yeah, November 9th, 1984, three days before this, it was the United States presidential election in which Ronald Reagan defeated Democratic former Vice President Walter F. Mondale with 59% of the popular vote, the highest since Richard Nixon's 61% popular vote victory in 1972. Reagan carried 49 states in the Electoral College. Mondale only won his home state of Minnesota by a mere 3,761 vote margin. So pretty much Reagan almost won every single state in Mm -hmm. that election. I believe that's considered, that, that's, that election is called like the biggest landslide in political history. Not so much in the popular vote as evidence because Nixon had 61%, in 72 but because he pretty much carried every state yeah. Reagan did. Except the District of Columbia. It's, a, it's not even a real state. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's a hive of scum and villainy. Back to the future, because it's been two months, I actually had to go on my Facebook page. And see all the movies that I tagged that I watched so I can remember oh, some wow. of them. Because I've seen some good ones that I really want to recommend to you, lovely so in two guys months, and girls. These are the movies you've amassed. Yep. Uh, Sorry to bother you. Fantastic. Do not look, Jesse, I think you'd like it too. I'm not going to say anything else about it except watch it. Do not look up a plot summary. Just watch it. Hmm. And then send us an email at asianvisited at gmail.com and let me know what you think about it. Alright. Uh the day after that I watched Black Klansman, which I thought was gonna be very heavy handed because it's spike Lee, but it was very, very good. Very uh when I looked up the real story after the fact, you had your usual embellishments, but pretty much I'd say hit it right on the head for the most yeah. part. Very good. Well acted. Uh go down, I believe the lead was Denzel Washington's son. Yeah, he has the last name Washington. Okay, it was I was trying to remember if it was Ice Cube or Denzel Washington. Uh, but yeah, uh, what's his name? watch nice them from Ballers. Yeah, I never watched that, even though The Rock's in it. That's why just i Just going to handle it. It. <laughs> I, it. Just watching those little trailers for that after or before Game of Thrones would come on, on HBO it was just like this. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch this show. It just doesn't look good. So I have zero experience with that. But he's fantastic. Adam Driver's fantastic. Topher Grafe, great grief Grace is hilarious. Uh, is David Duke? Unfortunately, I hate to say it, a local. Celebrity of sorts, David Duke, <laughs> here Ch- in Louisiana. Ch- uh, I hate to say that. Uh, Incredibles 2. Fant- I like, I, I'm, most people think, inc- I say most people, but a lot of people I know think the Incredibles is the best Pixar film and fantastic and blah, blah, blah. I never thought that. Mm-hmm. However, Incredibles 2 was fantastic. I liked it I way s- better than the first one.
0: I saw it and I was uh,
1: lukewarm on it. Did you like the first one?
0: I didn't see it in theaters or anything. I saw it at home.
1: Um, Obviously, because I have a baby.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> so you don't go back. I don't know if it was the... Just like new parents should.
1: Yeah. Stay home. I don't know if it's because the fact they're dealing with a baby in it. it's was like, yep. Yep. Oh, that could have been yep. it. Yeah. Maybe it I related like... to it more. But again, first one was like, yeah, I wouldn't even put it in my top 10 Pixar, personally. They have so much. I felt like I was space. watching an
0: episode or something more than a movie.
1: And with part two? Yeah. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Not saying it was great. I mean, by uh, Pixar standards, it was just way better than the first one. Okay. Uh, Eighth grade was really good. I saw that. Uh, I, that girl deserves an Oscar nomination. Yes, yeah, she was very good. Like, I was completely absorbed in that car- in that story. Because mm. even though, like, you know, she's on her phone doing like stuff that we had no concept of sure, at so that it. age, the theme of being that age and what she was dealing with was like, yep, and now kids this day has got to deal with it like that. Yeah. So it really kind of opened my eyes up to how kids that age now have to live with the luxuries that they have today on top of all the other bullshit that goes on when you're in 8th grade. But it also works against them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it was It was so... I'm just like... You can't then, hide stuff as much. Yeah. but then also, again, I have a daughter, so the dad's like, you know, trying to be part of her life and it's like, aww. My <laughs> daughter's gonna be an asshole to me one day. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just trying to be happy. One. I'd be nice to her. Uh, I saw Layer Cake, which is an older movie, but I had never seen it. Uh and if you haven't seen it I recommend it have you seen Layer Cake with Daniel Craig Tom Hardy I'm missing some other big no. names a lot of big name English pe- English actors uh, that is a pretty basic cover yeah but it's good it's a, a calm, called Colmini. Uh but it's good I really liked it I don't want to say too much because I don't want to go any spoilers Matthew Vaughn yeah, yeah that's why I watched it because I've seen everything he did except that mm. and we had just watched Kingsman 2 again because of that beautiful beautiful country road scene. Makes me cry every time. I was like, because I've seen First Class, seen both Kingsman. What else has he done? I was like, let me look it up. Oh, I haven't seen Layer Cake. Let's continue the, let me let me make sure I've seen everything. No, I'm sorry. We didn't watch Kingsman. We had watched Kick-Ass 2. I mean, Kick-Ass 1 because it was on Amazon. I was like, God, it's such a good movie. Oh yeah, Matthew Vaughn did that because that's why I did, then he did X-Men. And then uh, we watched Layer Cake. I was like, I gotta watch Kingsman. So I watched Kingsman 2 again after that. Mm. So that's the correct order of events in my life, which you're so interested in. For <laughs> sure. And then I saw Scott. Speaking of the rock, I saw Skyscraper, which was just as stupid. I did not see that. And dumb as I thought it would be. But it was, it was, it was, it's worth watching to just have fun and make fun of it as you're The Mystery Science Theater, while you're watching it, like, that's stupid. I saw the other rock movie. What one? Uh, Rampage. Know? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I don't know if I talked about it on podcast. I saw that one. I was dumb too. Yeah. But fun dumb. Like I can watch The Rock do fun oh, dumb. It was such a bad writing job. Oh, everything about that so was cheapy. terrible. Yeah. Like, ugh. but it was again when The Rock. Like if The Rock was in the Transformers movies, I'd probably love them because The Rock's in them doing rock stuff. Yeah. Fast Five, I think, whichever one is the one where The Rock is in the hospital and he's got his arm in the cast and he's like, oh my friends are in trouble." And he flexes and shatters the cast. <laughs> yeah. That is the top. Don't like the Fast and the Furious. Not at all. We'll never give them props. But I'll but Kurt Russell and The Rock, cat hair in the face. Uh, <laughs> I'm down, absolutely. But that's why that's why I don't want to watch Ballers because like that's not the Rock I want to see. Sure. Personally, he might be fantastic in it. I'll never know because <laughs> he can do some good drama. Uh, faster, I think, was uh, one where he was more a little more dramatic. I don't think I saw that. Fantastic. But Skyscraper was just like San Andreas. More entertaining than San Andreas because you just had this ridiculous... Skyscraper was The Rock in, in, if The Rock was in a 90s movie. Mm-hmm. It was a straight up 90s with that kind of hyper technology type stuff like you control the entire building with your iPhone. Or this key coded thing. You know, it's like in the building's like super high tech and just, you know, that, that super far reaching sci-fi element that's so unbelievable it's just stupid. And of course, him being idea. an amputee, on top of that for no reason, and just make you know. And then of course the memes with the the poster showing him like with the actual Pythagorean theorem about his angle, making it to the building. I even it's know he was like, an amputee. There's really no reason for it. I mean, they have a backstory to it, but there's no. It doesn't serve any purpose except like, wow, oh, he's doing all this with a metal leg. It just costs. I a mean, lot. Gr- I mean. Does representation matter for amputees? I, I, I guess. I mean, I'm not, you know, if, if you think that, I mean, I it does. I mean, it absolutely does. But it was not... It was not central to the I plot. I mean, they, honestly, they bring it up once in the beginning, to show, like to show what happened. I'm like, oh, why'd you get out? Now you work building security. Nah, that's what I had to do. And of course, it comes into play with saving his life, the prosthetic leg, at some point in the film, because mm-hmm. it's a uh, MacGuffin. I mean, not a MacGuffin. You know, if you that show... A Campbell? Yeah. I was shocked. Like, Sydney the <laughs> it's like Sydney. you need to get out of the building Sydney. Uh, let's see oh uh, good friend of the podcast Ben Wyatt Ben the Tasmanian Devil Wyatt uh, mentioned I think last year on his top ten list of films because mm-hmm. when Ben does it he does it films that he saw that year so he was talking about a film from a few years ago called Remember with Christopher Plummer uh, it's very memento-ish however one of the best movies I've seen in a long time absolutely if I did that same thing when I did my top ten films of the year, which we'll do next episode or after the first of the year, because then the year's officially over, and hopefully I can catch some of the ones I haven't seen before then, uh, you know, I would do that. But uh, don't look up anything about the... you know don't, don't look it up other than if you're just seeing who's yeah. in it and all that. It is fantastic. Absolutely great. Uh, highest possible recommendation. I also saw Slow West, uh, Slow which is down. on, I think, Netflix now. It's on one of the streaming services. Because as soon as I get it from my means, it immediately pops up on stream in HD. (laughs) Of course. That's just the way it works. But uh, I like, I don't like older westerns. I appreciate them. I appreciate the spaghetti westerns with Eastwood and Good, Bad and the Ugly. But I really like a good modern western. Obviously, Mm -hmm. Hateful Eight's one of my favorite films of all time. And a great fucking Christmas movie. Because it is a Christmas movie. Joe Gage is going to see his mom for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Bob plays Silent Night on the piano. That's enough for me. It's a Christmas movie and it makes me cold just watching it. So, but Slow West was a great, it reminded me of a, movie, a film in Australia, from Australia with Guy Pierce called The Proposition. Just kind of a brutal, almost gangster, a Guy Ritchie-esque type Western. Just to where it's brutal, things just happen and you just, you know, just, the plot just keeps moving. It doesn't stop. And uh, beautifully shot. Absolutely beautifully shot with Fassbender in it too. It uh, It was great. Uh, let's see. I also, saw Life from twenty from last year with Gyllenhaal. i haven't seeing that one. I was surprised. I liked it. That was one that Melissa and I both wanted to go to the theater and see, but we just never did. And then we just went. You know. It went seems away. like, from what I've kind of gathered from it from people, it's a very love hate kind of film. Uh, but I, I I went into it just knowing there's some little alien thing that they find in space. Right. That's all I went into it knowing, and I, I knew who the cast was in it. And then just, you know, watching it unfold, just like, okay, fantastic movie. I liked it. Mm. Not highest possible recommendation, but recommended. For sure. Uh, we also watched uh, Christopher Robin. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> Went into that with saw that. high expectations. Yeah. And it was, that was it the was flattest, nice. like, unemotional movie I've ever seen. I was more okay. sad just watching Pooh, like... Yeah, like y'all can't I, see me on the just podcast. Watch, just like, like they look see good. on YouTube. They look good. Like I like what they did with the character, like the look of the aesthetic yeah, yeah. of the characters. And like, oh, like you know, oh, it's so sad. Like, I'm like, wait, I'm waiting because a, f- a good friend of ours said, oh, Christopher Robin made me cry. At what part? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. I'm like, I'm watching. I'm <laughs> like, this is like, what's gonna be the tearjerker here? Like, what's gonna, yeah. cl- what's gonna? This is a Disney movie. What's gonna be that point where you're like, got me?
0: They got me. Melissa fell asleep. I. St- I watched the whole thing and I was like you don't need to you don't need to go back for that
1: one. <laughs> what also ended abruptly I thought was just like okay 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 and then uh, th- th- wait this is the end? Right. Okay well I'm, A I'm right. glad it's over because this was going nowhere but like there was nothing to it. Yep. So skip that one. Uh,
0: there was also and it has a, a 7.4. <sniffs> Why? That's because Disney pays for
1: something. With that. It must be. Yeah. Must be but also uh, speaking of Fossbender with uh, Slow West me and Autumn went kind of on a Fossbender kick. There was a film that we watched, an older film, it was a horror film, called Eden Lake. Mm. Uh, very good. Uh, very, a very good thriller. I was, like, not clenching my fist, but like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Mm. Seeing where it was, I don't know, nothing about Again, one of those, just like, uh, I watch a lot of YouTube now with the baby because I can't, or I'll put on, you know, I'll either put on a movie that I'm not going to pay attention to right. for background or watch like a 12-minute YouTube video. While I'm holding the baby or something, while I'm giving her a bottle or something to be like a that. Father. Yeah, pretty much. Watch Mojo's top 10 ways to be a better father. But like, watch Mojo we'll have lists like, oh, best like horror movies you've never seen or st- like stuff like that. I watch, watch a lot of that because it's like 12 minutes long. And one of the things they recommended was Eden Lake. So, like, this great movie, Michael Fassbender and uh, I forget the, the girl's name, was like Kelly uh, Riley. Kelly Riley, like, okay, this looks interesting. So, then I did stop the video, mental note to watch this movie. So, don't want to see a spoiler, but it was on their list of top 10 horror movies you've never seen. Uh, yeah. and it was really good very tense very good thriller so I would recommend that one especially when I have a f- two for watch Slow West watch Eden Lake uh, I think that might be about it because then I kind of hit the Christmas movie stride. that was into December and it seems like we watched something else but I don't remember mm. I'm trying to think but I can't think <laughs> <laughs> It's just been too long yeah like last week it was just so long Baby but yeah steps. <laughs> don't say the B word <laughs> now I'm worried about my baby but uh obviously since not podcasting for nearly two months uh, got some emails what's that you got some emails yes asked <laughs> well here's one from Thanksgiving <laughs> oh <laughs> oh first off uh, you, uh, UK Lee went as the terrifier from the film our YouTube viewers can kind of oh, see yeah, it yeah definitely uh, Lee I hate to say I haven't seen the movie yet it is on my queue because it's on I believe Netflix so it's on my queue, it's just got caught up in the whole Christmas movie thing, I haven't watched it yet, but I will. But I have seen The Clown from it, which is Lee's costume, and it looks pretty damn good, my friend, so good job <laughs> on that. But I'll, as soon as I do watch Terrifier, I'll let you know, and everybody else know, because everybody just wants to know what Trey thinks of Terrifier, not just Lee. Uh, but then, from UK Pete, yeah, making sure I don't confuse the president and vice president of the 80s Revisited UK fan clubs. <laughs> Uh, UK Pete sent us one back on November 19th he said Trey and Jesse and families just a quick message to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving hope you all have a fantastic time eat far too much and crash on the sofa couch for some great 80s films looking forward to the next installment of 80s or visited whenever that may be <laughs> little did Pete know it would be another month <laughs> right but uh, one question though if you have turkey on Thanksgiving what do you eat on Christmas Day hmm anyway have a great holiday Pete we eat more turkey on and Christmas Day another turkey um,
0: ham yeah a good Christmas ham. I mean, my first Christmas
1: thing starts tomorrow, so I'll find out tomorrow night. I mean, honestly, with, with Thanksgiving, you usually get mostly turkey, right? You know, always turkey, but then you usually maybe get ham too there. But for Christmas, as far usually as it's go, yeah. yeah. For Christmas, usually get a you know a little turkey, a smaller bird, ham, and then all the just other stuff. So at least that's what we do here. Uh, actually, a few years ago, I had my first turducken which is a yeah. turkey with a chicken stuck in its butthole and then a duck stuck in the chicken's butthole. Yeah.
0: It's, all cooked. It's a, it's a
1: foul centipede. Yeah. <laughs> the foul centipede. That, there, there's an animated movie from the creator of Wallace and Gromit. Right. Oh, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but have you seen Early Man? Did I mention, did I mention that to you? Is that Jack Black? And, no, uh, no, not not. Oh, right, right, right. You mentioned the uh, scene from the one I mean, the from uh, Wallace and Gromit. I forget his name. That's right. But it's that animated one. Eddie Redmayne's the voice in it, which I hate. But that movie, if I haven't mentioned on the podcast already, because I don't remember if I did. I was thinking of Year One. For some reason. Same, <coughs> same concept. Um,
0: but yeah, you mentioned last time there was a scene that. Okay. Oh my God. Super hilarious. Okay, I can't. Well, I can't say anything else any about yet. it. You have to watch yet.
1: it. Like just literally, just thinking about it makes me want to just. <laughs> just smile. Like, I'll smile and then, like, fight back a laugh.
0: I mean, just like Sean the Sheep, that uh, restaurant yeah. scene.
1: Absolutely. And so then, good. Oh, wait, this is from, can't read that yet because they're working on as possible very special guest for the podcast, which hasn't materialized just yet. Mm. But then Pete also sends us a beautiful uh, a Christmas message from the UK. It was the week before Christmas, and all through the house, the sound of 80s revisited was quieter than a mouse. True. Until tonight, Pete. (laughs) Ho, ho, ho. Or as Kurt Russell says in that Christmas movie on Netflix, ho, ho, ho. The most terrifying ho, ho, ho ever. (laughs) Hope I didn't peak your speakers with that. I apologize if I did. Oh, yeah. We haven't done any balancing and stuff, so we'll see. Uh, Let's see. To continue this beautiful adaptation that uh, Pete did. No episodes had been there since the Halloween season. A daughter of youth was perhaps the reason. <laughs> the year had started with a bang and a crash. An episode full of all that is flash. Episodes came when the host had time. It's really difficult to make all this rhyme. So as we approach the end of the year, I'd like to raise a glass of beer. And wish Trey and Jesse all the best. Cheers. Gents, first of all, well done. Well done. I didn't When I saw it was that, I, I, all I read was the first line. <laughs> before I got here tonight, so I had, I just knew that I could see that it was in the right. iambic pentameter sure. of "Night Before Christmas." <laughs> well done, well done, my friend. Hats off. That was a Christmas present to us, so we had to give you, in particular, we dedicate this episode to UKP. There you for go. this beautiful his Christmas <laughs> gift to us I had to reciprocate with an episode of the podcast <laughs> anyway uh, he says hope you're well have a wonderful Christmas break with your families and maybe just maybe you'll be back on track in 2019 here's to your gentlemen and your, to you gentlemen and your families Merry Christmas and a prosperous 80's packed 2019 can't thank you enough Pete that was awesome uh, pretty much once I saw that email and then I had to rewatch Silent Day I said like, oh, this would be perfect to at least get something in for Christmas yeah. for the podcast yeah. thankfully Jesse had time We got it, and I had my shit together to get it in time. Because, <laughs> I mean, Jesse's always here. This is, you know, the delay is... I live here. Yeah, we're at his house. <laughs> so, <laughs> is Jesse here? No, he's not here. Like, don't tell him I'm not here. tell him I'm not here. You know, so it's all on me, but uh, like we were talking off the air, like hoping to get, you know, again, I said this before, but we're hoping to get some more regularity to the episodes coming out because obviously we have some very... At least two very loyal fans. <laughs> <laughs> At least. So, but the numbers we see from downloads and all that say, you know, there's a lot of people out there that do like listening to it, so we appreciate it for sure. I think we just hit
0: the quarter million mark for downloads. Nice. Yeah. It's a lot.
1: Yeah. To think that... Oh, wasn't it? Uh, I thought I told you that, but I guess... I thought know. we had like a million plays or something, or half, or something. I think it was quarter million. Okay.
0: It's not a small number,
1: so that's good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not bad for a six-year-old podcast. <laughs> So, yeah, not bad. The only the thing that hurts us, I think, is just people might listen to that first episode where we just well, had terrible audio. I, mean, I say terrible audio ago. quality. But this episode has terrible based. audio because <laughs> I don't have the mic set up yet. Well, maybe, but yeah. we have a visual aspect, so there's For something sure, there. there is something. I mean, I'll, I'll drive down the road listening to a YouTube video with bad audio. Yeah. If it's something I'm watching or interested in, etc. So, But uh, you, know, you never judge a podcast by its first 50 episodes, I always say. Thank you. You gotta watch it. The first one. Listen to the first one. Listen to. The, depends on how many episodes they have. They have a hundred. Listen the first, the twenty fifth, fiftieth, seventy fifth, and hundred. Yeah. And if you don't like it after that, then you don't listen to it anymore. Right. So hopefully. Well, just listen to the latest one, and if you're happy with that, just that's usually keep going the best way. Because most of them. Didn't. Yeah. That's honestly that's pretty much that's actually my mo. Yeah. Modus operandi, to quote and imitate, Twin Peaks for Twin Peaks fans. But yeah, like, cause I found a couple of podcasts recently. Uh, so I listened to the recent episode I'm like, okay, this is interesting. I like right. the, I like how this is going. Let me listen to something earlier. Another topic I might like on the list. And then, oh, okay. Subscribe.
0: Done. I've been looking at a comedy podcast recently because I can veg out like, while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. I,
1: don't have, I don't have to learn anything. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, of course, if you'd like to send an email to get read on the air, uh, even if it's mean. We read everything. We don't care because we know we're not perfect. <laughs> and it's just our opinions. Yeah. And I know That's that I've I... fun reviews here. Absolutely. Absolutely. But eighties revisit at gmail dot com hit us up on Twitter. Uh hopefully this chair isn't every time I say something and lean forward to put emphasis on it, it doesn't ruin the uh pike out the audio. Uh let's see. Uh gmail dot com on Twitter at 80s 80... is it at Awesome Pods or at 80s revisit on Twitter. It's been so long. What are you talking about? Twitter? I'm just, yeah. At Awesome Pods. At Awesome Pods. Facebook at Awesome Pods.
0: Or is it? No, you set up the Twitter. So I guess it's at 80s Revisited. You, it's been two months,
1: <laughs> peeps. Do people yeah. still say peeps? I'm 38 years old. Like, I don't know what to They the said it two say. months ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but <laughs> but not see. anymore. Yeah, at 80s Revisited on Twitter. I'm sure there's an at Awesome Pods, but I wouldn't see that one. So, wow. Uh, and then, yeah, that. Such and now an on an this YouTube podcast. channel, too.
0: I'm looking at this on IMDb. 2012 to 2018, that's six years. Wow! So this is episode, episode 216. Yep, and what's the math here? Six years. So <laughs> 216 divided by six, that's 36
1: a year. That's not bad, it's like a school year. <laughs> Oops, 30.
0: That's not bad. Every 10 days or so. Yeah. On average, so that's (laughs) worth
1: it. Of course, these past few have killed that average. Sure. So. Not bad, not bad. But anyway, uh, as far as, I mean, again... The only time uh, our fan or anybody who loves this podcast needs to worry about us not doing another episode is when we do "They Live," because as I've said before, this podcast started with John Carpenter and it will end with John Carpenter. So that's why if you see if you see their f- the feed come up, say "New episode on Asia Are and it's They Live," get your tissues out because <laughs> that's the end. Because you know, uh, I was talking to somebody I'm trying to think about John Carpenter movies. I'm like, yeah, have you done "They Live"? Like, I know like, I'm saving that one. Oh, for what? The last episode. The last episode. So wow, that's, that's the one. Planning the demise. I don't know that's just that's just so I know that we go out with a good movie and not annihilators or uh, to film
0: something for that like film like
1: uh, Shawshank, but Tris here.
0: <laughs> 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 Do it. They live. headphones.
1: Yeah, for them. Fantastic. Don't don't spoil the surprises. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch, so absolutely. Watch. Any, anyway, there you they did it. But uh, next up, uh, next episode, we'll, uh, I want to finish the Halloween horror ones I had lined up, and then after that, we'll just go back to, uh, you know, kind of planning out different things. Like, like I said, I'm getting a case of sequelitis. There's a lot of sequels we haven't covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not talking about They're Friday the Thirteenth. Right yes, people seem to get a lot of it, especially. Well, I was gonna say what sequel came out recently, but I don't even know what came out except Aquaman and. Mary Poppins, I guess Mary Poppins is a sequel, so yeah, sequel that is, re- I guess that's, that's, that's technically a reboot. Right. I don't know. Everyone wants to see it but me and my family. <laughs> yeah. I
0: want to see it, but I do not want to go to a theater. Actually, we talked about that just yesterday, we're like, let's wait until it comes
1: out. <laughs> yeah. In fact, when my friend at the theater said he is dreading the next two days, or this week, because the kids are out of school, you got mm-hmm. Mary Poppins starting, you got Aquaman out, Yeah. you got Creed, you got, still got big movies still out, so he's like, he's just absolutely like say a prayer like he's not even religious not that, it's more so an expression let say say a prayer for me these days anyway Let's just say a prayer for me because it's going to be ridiculous so I suggest staying at home and watching Silent Night Deadly Night 1 through 4 and the reboot about 5 and 6 no was it did it say it was up to 5 or was it yeah
0: um, it say it re- what
1: did I say silent oh wait I, okay, I'm sorry 4 sequels it, it should be 5 4 sequels and a remake not 3 sequels and a remake if that's what I said I don't even remember yeah, because I thought I saw a six in here, but I guess I didn't. Well, yeah, you're right. Anyways. Well, technically, the Silent Night, the remake, is six. In terms of, like, True. the six. One I thought I saw an actual six, though, but I didn't. Yep, so anyway, next time, uh, since I already got the notes written, t- so you can do your homework, we'll be talking about Reanimator. Hopefully next week, if not, as soon as possible. <laughs> I promise. I promise a lot of things. Yeah. Stop promising so much. I know. I, I promised that Daniel would do Mr. Mom. I yeah. promised we'd get our Creepshow Museum Part 2. I promised that wall that Mexico was supposed to pay Yeah, for. that they were supposed to pay for, but I mean, <laughs> I got a GoFundMe going. It's doing pretty well. Yeah, that's true. We got uh, 10% of, the, of it down. <laughs> you see that other uh, $90 million? Or actually, no. $900 million. Yeah, $900 million. So I got .1% of it down. Oh, it was just ten. I thought it was ten minutes. I don't know. I don't follow was, that shit because it's stupid. Yeah, it was going fast last night checked. But now, look. I don't play. I'm an independent. But let me just say this: if you can, it, it blows my mind in this country. I'm going to get on my. This is, you know, in honor of Stanley, rest in peace. By the way, because we haven't right. recorded in so long. Sure. Uh, a lot of people have died since we recorded. Maybe it's like, well, you know, there's no way he's visited. Apparently, it's dead. So I'm just going to go die now. Sorry for my oh, horrible matters. paper, Stanley. Okay,
0: this is, <coughs> this is the wrong one. Ladder, <laughs> that's
1: ladders to get over Trump's walls. <laughs> one hundred thirty-eight thousand raised for ladders. Um, Here's my soapbox, real quick. We can people in this country will donate ten, whatever it's up to now, to help build the wall. But we won't donate sixteen point three million. Sixteen point three million. You know how many homeless people you could get off the streets for Christmas? With I think that? what a lot of people are doing. They know that it's not going to go through. There's no way. Well, the guy said he's apparently going <laughs> to return it if it doesn't... Fund. Yeah, which I think it has to if it's on GoFundMe. I don't know how it's Well, work. I would
0: think GoFundMe would shut it down eventually. <laughs> I well, don't know how they well, have it. say
1: it's probably bringing so many people to their site. Yeah, bucket that's true. That's got to be the most successful thing or most funded thing they've ever done on that site, maybe, with $16 million. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. It was a billion-dollar goal. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they're not very far into it. 0.16 or something. Actually,
1: do the math. Divide 16 million, just divide 60 okay, million by
0: 250,000.
1: Let's see. Sorry, we got political here by on by, 80s. by How much was it again? Uh, this is gone on my screen uh, Divide 16 million by 250,000. Uh, just to get a
0: ballpark. Yeah, $60 a person, roughly.
1: Wow. That could, like, feed a dude feed one person for a month yeah more than that if you get the dollar menu at McDonald's that's two months <laughs> I mean let's be honest that just makes you know again McDonald's
0: said, gets the, six, the billion dollars a month. at least the people I'm are kidding.
1: fucking eating yeah I mean goddamn.
0: and people are working oh anyways
1: that's, what a know, way to end the podcast well when you think of the wall go look up Banksy's uh, what he posted on the wall in Palestine where it had Mary and Joseph painted on the wall like oh guess we can't get in sorry Jesus oh no here comes King Herod Savor the world's kill before he can get to that cute little manger, yeah. or actually, no, Mary's kill before she gets to that manger because they were killing all the unborn kids, mm. according to the Bible. So, you know, tell what your a Christian nation. If, we, <laughs> if this was, if we had that wall built, and Jesus was born in Mexico, trying to flee to be born in America, you know, the birthplace of Christianity, according to these far right kooks. If you're one of them, I enjoy that you listen to our podcast. And we, let's agree on these movies, but not politics. There you go. Let's just leave it at that, because. <laughs> Because, you know, I can... Most of our audience is outside of America, so yeah. it's all right. Yeah, apparently so. So, yeah. Pray for us. Because <laughs> uh, things get too bad. UK Pete, me, and, uh, and uh, Lee. You know, maybe I can bunk at one of y'all's house in autumn, right. and the baby can do the other, and we'll just switch off. We'll is work something to... out. Yeah. Somewhere else. And Ben in Tasmania, or... you know, we can get really far away. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we need to go there. It's so pretty. I'm like, autumn. Because she doesn't like the cold weather. I said, I want to go there so bad. Australia, Tasmania, everything. I've always wanted to go there since I was a kid. Great Barrier Reef, which is dying at an alarming rate, so it might not be there by the time I get there. I want to go cage diving with white sharks, all that great fun stuff. Go to Australia Zoo, go see, go to Tasmania, meet Ben, have a pint or two. And I'm like, ben. but then like, i was like, yeah, the beaches there look amazing. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like this far from Antarctica, right? <laughs> yeah. We watch lion. The dude's on the beach in a sweatsuit, just yeah. swimming. Like it's cold. Ben, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm. I think we might have talked about this before. Well, too, right now it's hot. Right. I guess I mean I don't. I'm not. What's I can't the temperature speak. in Sydney? It's seventy-seven degrees right now in Sydney, Australia.
0: And uh, three p.m. because it's you know summertime over there right now. Whereas if you go into we'll our look up, summer, uh,
1: it's I was gonna say Brisbane. but That's Australia. Uh, see if it'll tell you uh, Hobart, oh.
0: Tasmania. What's the temperature in Hobart, Tasmania?
1: This is. Funny. It's about eighty-seven degrees in Hobart, Ten in Australia. Ten more. Wow. Okay, Ben, I need to know, like, if it's hot, is the water, like, still, like, super cold because it's... <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean it's so, it is so so it is far below the equator. I mean, of course, know, right? people here, I mean, I guess it makes sense because people people go swimming in Jersey. Yeah. I mean, that's where the shark attacks occur that inspire Jaws. You know, the people from New York go to the Jersey Shore. Yeah. So, that makes sense, I guess. I'm sure certain times yeah. of year, obviously, you don't go in the water because of the temperature. Um... Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say some parts look lower, but yeah, I mean, I would say it's pretty far as far. I as mean, I it's goes. obviously far. They're like you
1: can, oh look, they can go out to the beach and like, oh look, there's Antarctica. Because
0: you gotta think the equator's like right here, somewhere in that area.
1: Well, of course, our like the American map or the standard map that we see is completely inaccurate. Sure. You know, so I'm just basing it on that and complete inexperience of that. Reaching out the world, he so. with our friend. Oh, is that the same where Santa's at right now? <laughs> oh, he's still in the North Pole. Looks like is that the North Pole? Or is it
0: the... He's just hanging out. He's not he's making a list right oh, now. Oh, he's he's getting ready, boys and girls. Soon enough he'll be checking in toys.
1: And thank God the shutdown didn't affect the Nor Santa tracker. Because I still watch that. <laughs> just to see where he is. To know. <laughs> so anyway, everybody, uh, thanks for watching. Clint. <laughs> than anybody in the future, thank you for watching. Uh, but again, we'll be back our next episode. We'll be the original reanimator ASAP. It'll definitely be after the new year because we got holidays and everything. Yeah, we'll follow on Monday. Um, so, we'll see how, how yeah. it went. Let us know what you think. I had a blast. I'll wear a different 80s shirt each time. Right oh, now, yeah. I'm rocking my favorite band of the 80s, Wild Stallions. About to go out with their third film, hopefully, which is supposedly is in the works. Looking forward to that. But until next time, everybody, I remain Trey Harris. Jazzy Sedgley. Cowabunga!